here's my feeling about the leaker. I, I would like to find out who the leaker is so I could make sweet love to that person. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, it's Sean. Hi. That was so-called comedian Laurie Kilmartin. Baby, I, I'm looking at your picture right now. You ain't going to be making sweet love to nobody. Okay, you, you, it's going to have have about as much effect as the Joy Behar sex boycott, okay? Sit down. Make me a sandwich. 210-599-5555. Well, it, it, we had all the usual dumbassery we thought we'd receive over the weekend, right? Mother's Day weekend. What a lovely day for your mom. Abortion protests. Uh, we had abortion protesting yahoos uh, surrounding the homes of some of the conservative justices on the Supreme Court, threatening them, because that'll work. We had, uh, let's see, the uh, Wisconsin Family Actions Office in Wisconsin, of all places, uh, firebombed with a Molotov cocktail and graffiti. If abortions aren't safe, you aren't either. Uh, we had some chick on MSNBC who was saying that uh, adoption is not a safe option for uh, black and brown babies because, you know, the white kids get adopted first. So very obviously it makes more sense to kill the black and brown kids, right? Because uh, it's just not a safe option, this adoption thingy. It's so racist. And this this whole movement really is chock full of morons. There's just a lot of angry morons. In in New York, they actually had, uh, at some of the protests there, they had somebody, I didn't hear about this, so I was listening to Red Eye last night when I was driving in, that they actually had a primal scream station for protesters for where women could go, and in the primal scream station, they had pictures of the conservative justices on the walls so you could stare at them and just shriek your silly brains out. A primal scream station. Almost sounds like the five-minute hate, doesn't it, from the Orwell book. So these people are, it's amazing because I they're being played, they're being played by political forces inside the administration, inside the Democratic Party, who are terrified of November because they suck. The administration sucks. Chuck, Chuck Schumer sucks. Pelosi sucks. Their agenda sucks. AOC sucks. They all suck. People are not happy with Democrats, even including including some Democrats. Right? Stack it all up, baby. We got a we got a border crisis that is getting worse and worse by the day. We have a crap economy that is going down the toilet, and gas and diesel are now costing us more than they ever have before. Breaking records every day. Uh, if you can find food on the shelves, it's going to be really, really overpriced, right? Cost of living's going up. We're on the road to the to a recession. Uh, people are coming off a two year COVID thing and lockdown, which was which was it messed a lot of people up. Uh, the George Floyd George Floyd riots from a couple of years ago, madness. You stack all this stuff up, throw in the embarrassing and bloody withdrawal from Afghanistan, throw in, 
our weak at best response to war in the Ukraine, toss all this stuff together into a big crap salad, and you're telling me that abortion riots in the streets are going to help the Democrats. <laughs> well, you know, go for it, man. Because that's what they're thinking. All the stuff I just listed is all Democrat stuff. It's all liberal crap. It really is. This country is on a path. Uh, we're, we're heading towards the freaking cliff right now, okay? This leak is, in a sense, a constitutional crisis. We're heading towards the edge of the cliff, and the Democrats know that come November, they're the ones who are going to get blamed for it. We have a president in mental decline. Not that, he, not that he was all that smart before. They know November's going to be a freaking bloodbath, bloodbath for them politically. Because people are pissed off. They're too extreme. This gender crap, this woke crap, people are done with it, man. After everything else I listed that people have gone through. And so what do they Let's see if we can leak this uh, this opinion here, this opinion about Roe v. Wade. That'll gin up the base. Maybe they'll we'll survive. Maybe they'll vote for us. Gives us a windmill to go after, right? Gives us a monster in the room to focus on. Handmaid's Tale, blah, blah, stinking blah. But you know what? I really don't think it's going to work for him. I really, really don't think it's going to work. People are done with this crap. They are. You look at where most people are with abortion in America, and most people are where I am. You know what? I don't want it completely banned state by state, but I don't want people aborting kids after 15 weeks either. I don't want late-term abortions. Most people in America don't want late-term abortions. Uh, Most Americans are not extremists on the left or the right. And the, the, the left have been extraordinarily and grotesquely extreme for a number of years now, especially after Joe Biden got into office. And I tell you what, their policies are ruining, ruining this country. And a lot of people are now feeling it in their wallets and feeling it in their monthly budgets. And they've had enough. And if you think this Roe v. Wade thing is going to save your ass come November, you're a fool. How does that make you feel? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me know what you're thinking. And again, it's like I said last week. You know, a lot of this stuff just kind of goes beyond the actual abortion debate. The, the leak is the story. That's the story that nobody's really talking about. Oh, and it's V Day. It's not not only the one hundredth birthday of KTSA, and it's me. Hi. Kicking off the next 100 years, we got our license uh, 100 years ago on May 9th, uh, 1922. It's also Victory Day in Russia for the end of World War II, and they've been having celebrations all day that everybody went to by choice. The entire nation showed up to fill the streets by choice, right? And according to uh, uh, Vlad Putin, they, they wanted a nuclear theme this year so it's all about nuclear weapons that's great so i guess i would ask you do you think he's capable of doing something like that do you think vladimir putin is capable of launching nukes because i think he is i i don't think he's there yet i think he's saber rattling right now but if things start to continue to kind of go south for him and blanks up uh in in ukraine you don't you know who knows 
Maybe tactical nuke, tactical nukes. I think he'll go with chemicals first. But he's showing off the nukes today, and nobody in this country cares because, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. I had an abortion, and I'm proud. Seeing all that crap in the streets of America. Oh, yes, and Sunday, of course, they had to block the entrance to a lot of Catholic churches. A lot of Catholic churches were, uh, you know, had graffiti put on them and blah, blah, blah. Because, again, this is how you change hearts and minds in America, right? You threaten people, you graffiti their places of worship. That's how you do it. That's how you win people over to your side. Bunch of freaks. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. And uh, we'll also talk a little bit about how Cheryl Crow still thinks she's hot. She thinks she's hot. Uh, and Chris Rock uh, laying the smack down on Will Smith. We talked a little bit about that uh, a little while ago, but we'll talk some more about that coming up. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Daria Albinger, ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. Hook them. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, let's see. Cheryl Crow was talking to Howard Stern. Well, that was our first mistake. She says she's happy she never got married. Says, uh, I'm happy I never got married. I'm hot. Even at 60, I'm hot, right? That's a direct quote. I'm hot. Even at 60, I'm hot, right? I, you know, I was never, there's a documentary on Cheryl Crow coming out. It's called Cheryl. And I, I just, I don't know, man. I just never found her all that interesting. I mean, that, that one song about having fun in LA was kind of cool. But the last good song she did was that Steve McQueen song. I just don't, Chris, I don't think I'm going to sit and watch a Sheryl Crow documentary. You know what I mean? I'd sit and watch me a Johnny Cash documentary. I'd watch me a documentary on Johnny Cash. But Sheryl Crow, if she still thinks she's hot, she probably prattles on about herself throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? Look, here I am at 30, still hot. Yeesh. Plus, she's also, can I be honest with you, one of them freaking liberals. Cheryl Crow is so stinking liberal. Makes you want to barf. Boop. I think maybe there's a reason she's never been married. I think because most dudes can't stand to be around her for more than ten minutes before she starts spewing her liberal crap. Oh, just like there's a reason why Taylor Swift is great at writing songs about you know, guys breaking up with her. These guys are always breaking up with her. Because he can't stand to be around her. That's why you've never been married, Cheryl. Because you're unpleasant! Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey there, Sean. Happy Monday, I reckon. Uh, you know, Thank I'm, you. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm uh, through in my life being impressed with a pack of bug-eyed, screaming banshees in the middle of the street, waving signs. Yeah, I mean, me too. I'm very unimpressive. Uh, not anymore. What I am taking observance to is $100 to fill my truck up. Mm. Uh, my wife can't even get me my favorite kind of toothpaste at the store because they don't have it out of stock. No. Uh, think, 
things like that are starting to impress me. But a pack of screaming banshees in the middle of the right. street, just drive around them and go on with your life. Oh, I don't care about it. I appreciate the call, Richard. As you, I don't care about them, but, you know. But yeah, I don't have to care about them. They care way so, way too much about themselves. They're fine. And the screaming banshees, as you put it, they have no idea they're being used. They're being used, man. They were like a bunch of slobbering dogs. It's almost Pavlovian, you know. Roe v. Wade's going to be overturned. All of a sudden, every hippie chick with a pair of hairy armpits is screaming her brains out. It's the end of women's rights. Oh, it's the end of women's health. Oh, it's Handmaid's Tale. Republicans just want to walk down the street and start killing women. You know. None of this is unexpected, whether it's the the doxing of the justices or it's the destruction and graffiti uh, on uh, on a pro-life place. None of this is, a, is shocking. You guys are played like a fiddle, man. This is exactly what they want going on. They think this will save their ass in November. You morons tearing up the joint, you know? It's 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 so pathetic how easily you're being played by the left, by leadership in the left, whether it's the administration or just the usual elitist pukes. Playing you like a damn fiddle. Because they, they are. They, they know they're gonna lose they're gonna lose big time in November. So we need everybody focused on one thing. Let's make an abortion. There you go. Let's get everybody to focus on abortion, Roe v. Wade. How do we do that? We got to do. Uh, we got to do some leaking out of the uh, out of the Supreme Court. Yeah, I, they were saying over the weekend the administration knew about it. Well, of course they did. Come on. I got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. It's a Sean show. It's the first Sean show of the next hundred years. Because I didn't even know this when I, I I was working for Trey this morning, and he's going to be back on Friday. I'm going to be doing the all the 550 KTSA morning news, wearing Rima, the show. And I didn't realize until I got in, Dennis got in here actually, and you told me that t- today was the day, a mm-hmm. hundred hundred years ago, a hundred. In uh, well, I guess May ninth, nineteen twenty two was the day that this station got licensed. Yes. So, in other words, that's the day we came into existence. Mm-hmm. We were born today. Well, we were born today. A hundred years ago, but yeah. A hundred years ago, the station was born. And there's a couple of interesting things about that. First off, you know, when you look at the overall history of San Antonio, it's a little over. You said this, KTSA, KTSA has been around for about a third mm-hmm. of the existence of San Antonio. Yeah. Which is amazing to me. And think of all the things that weren't here when... The station first went on the air. Well, like me. No. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Yet, right. <laughs> but, you know, the military bases right. and even the Tobin Center wasn't around back then. And, yeah. And uh, I just think it's funny because it's only by pure happenstance that you and I, that, that we're on the air today. Mm-hmm. Is You and I, Dennis, get to kick off the next hundred years That's right. of existence for this radio station. And I'm wearing flip-flops. I just want you all to know that I'm wearing flip-flops. I did take a shower last night, though. I am bathed. I am bathed. Though we still keep you in your own room, just to, you know. Yes, well, you know. I got a condition. So, happy birthday to KTSA and uh, well, next hundred years. 
Now I feel all awkward and stuff, Chris. Because it's me, man. It's me. It's your old weird Uncle Sean bringing it in the next hundred years. It just feels weird. Yeah, it's kind of like showing up to a birthday party without any cake. It's like, oh. Uh, oh. Or no. just your weird uncle, yeah. uh, like like me. Uh, 210-599-5555. Well, if I'd have known, I'd have dressed or brought a cake or something, Chris. I would have brought some tacos at least or something. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Some uh, pop culture news here. Uh, first off, this is pretty cool. Bono and the Edge. I, I'm a big U two fan. Uh, been since uh, I've been a U two fan since 1985, and it's really this cheesy. When I first heard "With or Without You" on the jukebox in the quad at the community college where I attended school sometimes. Uh, I fell in love with you too. They're a great band. I think Bono actually is one of the finest poets uh, Ireland has ever produced, and, I, and I'm being totally serious because one of the things that attracted me to you too was not only the really cool music because nobody sounds like you too, but you too, but also the lyrical content. Bono is an amazing writer, and uh, they uh, snuck into Kiev and did a, a, a concert in a train station that had been converted into a bomb shelter, and it was really kind of cool. They did a version of Stand By Me with uh, some uh, a military band or some guys that were in the Ukrainian military. One guy could sing, and it was pretty cool. And that's just a cool thing to do. They're, they're, they're Bono and the Edge, man. they got funky names, funky made-up names that only they have, right? Now you're not. I know this is a bad topic right now, but you're not going to name your kid the Edge, you know? There's only one. And I will say this, they are looking cut, they are looking a little ancient. They're, they're getting up there just a smidge. God, now I gotta look up their ages. Are you like this in your fifties now where you look up people that you know, like to see how old they are? Like celebrity types? Bono. Age. He's 61 years of age. Bono is 61. Which makes him just a mere six years older than me. And he looks really freaking old. The Edge is 60 years of age, and he looks really freaking old. But you know what that means, Dennis? It means that in five, six years, I'll look really freaking old. What do you mean, in five or six years? See how you are? I knew it. I knew it. No, I got out the hospital. I look like uh, Charlton Heston coming down off of Mount Sinai, man. That stuff like aged my ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm like in, in Ten Commandments. I'm coming down, man. I've been aged. You know what I mean? Like, you, you saw something really intense and it put gray hair in your head. Well, more. Well, I didn't have a completely gray freaking beard before I went into the hospital, right? I'm just saying, I've been aged. And so is Bono. Uh, but that was cool. Mickey Gilly passed away. He was 86. Uh, an iconic figure in country music and also uh, considered to be the, uh, in his place, Gilly is considered, in Pasadena, Texas, considered to be the uh, inspiration for Urban Cowboy, which I thought was a crappy movie starring John Travolta wearing a cowboy hat. Um, you know, but I, Mickey Gilly's another one of those guys where I can't remember a time when there wasn't a Mickey Gilly. You know, it's all those dudes are getting older. It's with some, a fact we have to face. The people you and I grew up with that were icons to us, they're kind of like our parents, unfortunately. They're all in their 80s now. But God rest his soul. God bless him. 
And uh, uh, again, we're kind of dealing with a couple of big stories today. The big stories of the day. First off, it's V-Day in Russia. It's celebrating the end of World War II. There are people lining the streets and filling uh, uh, auditoriums to hear Vlad Putin speak. I'm sure they're all there by choice. Chris, what were you saying? There's like a bomb under every single seat in the auditorium. So if anybody even gets up to go to the bathroom and Putin sees him, he just pushes a button and they blow up. He's like Blofeld, right? They wanted you all to know that we have a nuclear theme. Go, You know, <laughs> that's just great, a nuclear theme. Oh, joy. Oh, happy days. Well, you're thinking about it. I guess he couldn't blow them up in their seat. He'd have to, like, let them go do whatever they got to do. So he'd be like, yeah, go go get hot dog. Go get hot dog. See if you'll make it back to your seat. Loser. Or maybe he's got, like, a little needle that, pinch, you know, gets him in the ass. So he, he likes to poison them. He likes to poison people. Maybe a little needle goes into your ass cheek if you look like you're getting up or something. Or in the or back that, of your knee. That one girl or lady from uh, James Bond, she had that retractable, you know, blade in her shoe. <laughs> somebody comes Poisoned up and, blade. Somebody comes up and kicks you in the shin. Little Russian chick. Roll five, seat sixty-four. He looks displeased and bored. Kill him, you know. And the family's like, oh, someone was sitting there. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> they're not coming back, man. I just, how surreal must that be? And I, I bet everybody's applauding the nuclear theme, you know? Oh, boy. Because, well, there's a guy that runs a space program was running his mouth. Former deputy PM uh, was running his mouth about how, you know, in, a, in an actual nuclear war, all the NATO countries would live about, would survive about 30 minutes before Russia would grease him. But we'd grease you, too. There's no real winners in that kind of a conflict, man. Do I think he's capable of it? Oh, hell yeah. He's that big of a jerk, He certainly. Well, he can't be worried about Biden lobbing any missiles back, because that might upset him. You know what I mean? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. Are we on the brink of uh, of nuclear holocaust with Russia? There's a happy Monday thought. Uh, or if you want to comment, yeah, yeah, final few moments. I'm kind of like the substitute, substitute teacher, so whatever you want to comment on. You want to comment on the Roe v. Wade thing and all the crap that happened over the weekend, uh, protesters, protesters surrounding Justice's homes, the firebombing of a pro-life organization in Wisconsin. That's excellent behavior, isn't it? And they think that's going to work for them. They really think that's going to stink and work for them. Makes me laugh. Well, it, it it would make me laugh if it weren't so stinking sad. You know what I mean? And and we have people that freaking stupid that are being played this badly by the left. As if we don't remember the George, George Floyd riots. As if we don't remember all the uh, defund the police crap. Uh, I got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm Sean. I'm Sean. 
You know, something else rather ugly and disturbing happened yesterday uh, when I was going to see the Doctor Strange, or Saturday when I went to see the Doctor Strange, you know, messed up in the multiverse movie or whatever the hell it's called. You know, a big honk in Marvel movie like that, they show you the, the big, the big uh, you know, the trailers for the big movies coming up, right? Oh boy, Avatar 2, The Way of Water is on the way. Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Doesn't that sound like a toilet flushing? The Way of Water. The Way of the way of Water. Like flushing a toilet. And blue people go down the toilet. Well, see, they're setting themselves up for, you know, prequel or sequel because they could do the Northern Hemisphere where it swirls that way. That's right. And the Southern Hemisphere, it swirls the other way. I wonder which way the uh, blue people's toilets swirl. Oh, right. They don't have toilets because they're so primitive and live in the woods. I hated that movie, Avatar. I thought that movie sucked so bad. You didn't like it? You did like it? I haven't seen it. You've never seen Avatar? You're you're better off. Dennis, did you like that movie? I haven't seen it either. Oh, good. God bless you both. It's a horrible movie. They're big, basically big, tall, blue hippies that live in the uh, in the forest. This is James Cameron, okay? And, you know, the evil human military show up, and they just want to kill all the blue aliens instead of learning how to live with them. And so a human becomes a big, stupid blue person, and then he helps. It's actually, uh, what do you call that uh, that racist thing The where the white hero rolls in and saves everybody, you know? So the white, I can't think of what the, the actual... Whitewashing? No, it's it's uh I I can't remember the the white savior trip. That's what what it, white savior, because the white guy come, becomes a blue person and ends up leading the blue people against the evil human military people. So they go back to living like naked hippies in the forest, naked blue hippies. And now the sequel is going to be big naked blue hippies in water. Okay, that's it's basically water world. With big blue naked hippies. Avatar 2, the way of water. How about Avatar 2, the way of my puke? I just, I, I hated that movie so many People love that movie. And the first time I saw it, first off, I saw it in the original 3D with my kid when she was like nine. And I think I got a brain tumor, a brain, I think I got, I got brain problems from watching that movie in 3D. It gave me brain problems, Chris. Brain damage. Brain problems. And it was so funny because yesterday when the Avatar, because, you know, it was the big trailer of the moment, you know, going before the big Doctor Strange movie. And you could hear people in the theater and kids, oh, 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 Avatar 2. And I'm like, oh, God. You didn't voice that out loud? I was. I was like, because oh. my wife had to, had to elbow me. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and she leans over and tells me that my stepdaughter, it's one of her favorite movies. I'm like, oh, God. And so she's sitting on the other side of me. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm terrible to go to the movies with. Because I, I, I don't realize how loud my stated voice is. So I think they probably heard down the... Because we sit in the back row whenever we go see a movie because of my wife's back. That's why we sit in the back row. But uh, you know, I'm sure they could hear me in the front row. Oh, God, I freaking hated Avatar. Oh, holy Jesus, you know. I think the projectionist probably heard you. Children are crying. What? Huh? If they still have the projectionist, I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. I don't know. Someday they'll just scan them directly into our brains. Yeah, but yeah. 
So anyway, there you go. There's my there's my deep analysis of the new out Avatar movie came out uh, coming out. So two thumbs down. I think there ought to be. Well, I think th- I'm not going to see it. Obviously, I'd rather hit right. myself in the head with a small hammer repeatedly. But, but the preview was a uh, the trailer was a two thumbs down. Yeah, it's like the way of water. So now the blue stinking people are in freaking water for some bizarre reason. I guess our stupid blue planet got blue, you know blue flooded or something. Or they're on a plane. Or it's camouflage. I don't know. I didn't think about it that deeply. I'm just watching it going, oh, God. What is James Cameron going to spend billions of dollars now preaching to me about for two freaking hours with the blue naked people? Ugh. That's, See, that, that's one way to sell a movie, the blue naked people. There you know. I think I saw that back in the 80s. It was a Swedish flick. Um, here's Esteban. You know what, man? <laughs> what? I'm tired of all these hippies who don't spend out time, outside, time outside, who've never worked a day in their life in construction, fishing professionally, or doing any sort of real outdoor activity, talking about how what a joy it was to be a Native American on the plains in Texas. Right. In, the, before the white people got here, I've worked construction. I'm glad. I, I'm glad there were some Spaniards that came along and got some Coahuilta people pregnant because I'm their descendant. The idea of living in buckskin on a, in a Texas hill country blue skin. during the summer or during the winter just does not appeal to me. <laughs> I'm with you there, Esteban. I got to go. Thank you for the call, man. See, that, that's the metaphor for the whole Avatar trip, is they're like Native Americans, if Native Americans were blue people and could fly, right? Then the evil, honky military comes in and wants to kill them all. That was the first Avatar movie. And, like, the lead military guy just always had this snarl on his face, like, they're going to kill me some blue people today. And that's going to be it for me on a Monday. I'll be back in for Trey at 5 a.m. on the 550 KTSA Morning News. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, Dennis Foley, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you at 5 a.m. on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Bye.